Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Josh Childress, Josh McRoberts, Joey Devine, Josh Boone, Josh Jorts Harrelson, Sean Keane, Josh Jackson of the Sun. Josh Jackson of the Skrulls, or the Skulls, or whatever that secret society was. He played Pacey, and he was a mighty duck. Musical guest, Queens of the Stone Age, with that guy named Josh who kicked the photographer. Special guest, Josh Gondelman. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your host of Round Ball Rock. Um, welcome, guys. It's been a week it since has. we uh, were on, and we had Josh Androsky before, so we're on a two-Josh streak here. Yeah, it's only going to be Josh's from now on. That other voice you're hearing is... Of course, my co-host Sean Keane. Hey guys, and the the ho- the voice you haven't heard yet is Josh Gondelman. Hello, thank you for having me, comedian extraordinaire. Oh, thanks. Twitter pep talker, uh, award winning. I believe you're our first guest that's won an award. I believe, <laughs> <laughs> right, Sean? Uh, I think so. Haven't you won a Peabody Award? I have won a Peabody Award. Uh, you've won Emmys. I have won Emmys. Writers Guild Award. I've got one Writers Guild Award. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, no I do not have a Golden Globe. New York Magazine Award. Did you get anything from New York Magazine? I don't think I get an award oh. from that. Tony? No Tonys. Mm. Most improved player. Yes. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I have <laughs> you know won the most improved player. <laughs> I've, I used to get 
too many awards for improvement in sports, which means you're not very good. Like I also I have a couple of most inspirational, which Ooh, is like we I, can't believe he hasn't quit. I yeah. won most inspirational player at Tim Hardaway basketball camp mm-hmm. when I was ten years old, which meant you are the worst player here. I feel like that award they should just give it to Tim Hardaway every year. To be like, well, we named the camp after you. I mean, really, Look, what they... that award is was we couldn't find a kid in a wheelchair this year, mm-hmm. so it goes to you, yeah. Joey. Right. What is not dribbling with two hands? How many white blood cells do you have? Yeah, uh, too many, but we got to give it to you anyway. Uh, I wanted to apologize too. Uh, we were going to have Keaton Jones on the podcast, but he couldn't make it. Yeah. He was uh, bullied too hard on his way here. <laughs> so uh, You guys called bad. him and bullied him. Yeah. We, it might have been us. <laughs> I, But what? I was like, come on, guy. You'll feel better. Just come to Round Ball Rock. I laughed so hard when you said the scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, that... Definitely right? wasn't that. It. Those nope. are those are Marvel villains. <laughs> it was shape shifting aliens. <laughs> um, the, and they and a secret society at Yale. Yeah. yeah. Do you have Scroll and bones. Scroll and bones. <laughs> <laughs> Which is of course those aliens and uh, Emily Deschanel. Yeah, that's right. Bones. <laughs> Sean, yeah, they solve they solve medical murders. <laughs> do you have anything you want to say about the Cree? Maybe or uh, oh, what well, are some other the, the Shi'ar the Shi'ar, the Shi'ar yeah. Empress right. who had a relationship with uh, um, Charles Xavier? Got a lot to say about them, but Thanos, you got something to say about Thanos? Is Josh Brolin playing Thanos? He is playing Thanos. Yeah. Josh, Brolin. Josh Brolin. Sorry, I didn't mean to do your thing. That's your thing. No, it's the ghost of Don Pardo's thing. <laughs> yeah, we don't. It's just it's like a seance every time. <laughs> Um, Daryl Hammond has to take over the podcast when I'm sick. <laughs> uh, that would be so awesome. <laughs> so any other lingering business you want to get to here, Sean? Uh, did we have a thing we needed to resolve? Well, I we did like want to ask Josh Gondelman. Yes. You're yes. from New England. I am. Oh, yes. Uh, so you've spent a fair amount of time in Boston. Yeah. So my first question for you is, have you been to Danny Ainge's favorite Chipotle yet? I don't think so. I don't know. I think you kind of you might favorite, have moved right? too early. Yeah, too. I don't know like when he announced his favorite Chipotle, but yeah. like next also I have um a favorite burrito chain in Boston and I feel like going to Chipotle there is like really um a betrayal. Is it Qdobo? <laughs> no, it's it's um it's Anna's Taqueria, which is like a local Boston thing. Well, that's good. Which I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you should maybe get Danny Ainge a black card to Annie's Anna's Taqueria. I totally yeah, would. Yeah. <laughs> I'd actually never been to a Chipotle before moving to Los Angeles. That's but fair. I mean, why would you go if I, I lived in the Mission District right. in San Francisco? I, I feel like they didn't have Chipotle before I lived in San Francisco. We've talked a lot of shit about Chipotle on this podcast before, right? I really hate Chipotle. Uh, when um, I, me too. When I moved to New York, I think Chipotle was like either just infiltrating Boston or hadn't even yet. So like I, I didn't uh, – there were no Chipotles in my in my youth. Yeah. I mean it's not – it's kind of – I don't know. It feels like something that would be invented in the Bay Area to like we're gonna disrupt tacos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's I, very corporate, right? Isn't it just like a McDonald's? I believe it was owned by McDonald's and now isn't. It was once oh, owned okay. by yeah, McDonald's. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it there was a period. McDonald's is like this food sucks too much. <laughs> yeah, for the McDonald's brand. 
we're going to keep selling you microwave frozen apple pies. Yeah, we have a seasonal fake rib sandwich that people love. We don't need your bullshit. Oh, uh, so the other question we had for you, lingering businesses, uh, Dave Schilling, host of the podcast. Love Dave Schilling. Uh, not here right now, tending to a child. His. His child. His child. His, I should specify that. Yeah. In this climate, you should always be like, this is a child he's authorized to spend time with. Yeah. He, um, he co-authored the child. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you guys, you guys have made two different basketball-related bets on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We made – I forget the second one. The first one was on his Grantland podcast. Mm-hmm. He bet me $100 that the 20 – God, when was it? The 2015 – or 2014 or 2015. Yeah, I think it was Cel- Lakers. 15, 16. Yeah, the 15-16 season. The Lakers would be better than the Celtics. And the Celtics at that point were like – ended up being – like the four seed that year yeah. or something. And the Lakers got the second pick in the NBA draft. Yes. They were really bad. Uh, it was a slam dunk bet. I won by 100 miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had locked it up by this point in the season. Yeah, at the year. at the trimester mark. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had already sewn it up. The magic my magic number was are you shitting me? <laughs> and I heard I heard they the Lakers themselves were so upset by that bet. That they went out and signed Lou Dang and Timothy Moss. They did. Yeah. Those those contracts. <laughs> and they, they carved – there's actually $50 carved out of each of their contracts <laughs> that went directly to me. Wow. And, and then didn't he also bet that his dog was cuter than your dog? He did, yeah. yeah. That's tough, though. His dog is really cute, but it's so hard to ga- – we did it on social media. Yeah. And it's, like, so hard. Like, when I tweet – whose dog is cuter, my dog or someone else's dog. Like, obviously, the people that follow me are going to be like, right. your, dog. your dog. Also, my dog is exceptionally cute. Yeah. Yes. No disrespect to Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, a tr- one of America's foremost dogs. Yeah, but your dog is very cute. She's so cute. Yeah. I was just telling you, before we started, I got, for Hanukkah, I got my wife, they haven't come yet, I ordered my wife slippers shaped like our dog. <laughs> you can just do that online. They'll, like, make slippers, they'll custom make slippers to look like your pet. And I was like, my wife is going to love these so much. She'll feel conflicted putting her feet in them. Yeah. And I'm so excited for them to arrive. <laughs> I uh, I texted her a picture of, like, some other. I was like, I got us, I got you these, but for busy. And she just was like, oh, my God. More exclamation points than I've ever seen her put in a text. <laughs> I was – she I, – I knew she would love it. I was – I feel like I knocked this gift out of the park. Joey, would you get slippers uh, in the shape of your cat, Dr. Venkman? For me, yeah, no, it's not my cat. It's uh, it's my lady friend's cat. I'd get her slippers shaped like Doctor. Yeah, Benjamin. that's pretty um, good. She wears slippers, and I do not. That's I'm true. A, you wear basketball man. shoes. I wear basketball shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-four, and not like cool ones. I wear like Starberries or those Kmart uh-huh. Al Harringtons. Starberries, and also those shoe those shoes that uh, make you jump higher. Those, right, uh, right. You're constantly soles. wearing yeah. jump soles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty soon they you're going to be able to touch net. They work. Oh, no. I can <laughs> jump over this house. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you wear them 20, if you wear them 24 hours a day for yeah. 33 You can't take them row, off. Yeah. Uh, you can jump over anything, man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not It's not height contingent. It's just you, it has to be over something. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can only jump. Straight up in the air if I'm not trying to jump over something like about two inches. But <laughs> yeah. every if I'm jumping over something, oh man. 
the sky's the limit. Yeah, I'm like evil can literally. <laughs> Blake Griffin's like that, but only with Kias. Yeah, <laughs> and Timothy Mozgov. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joey, you posterized a tree earlier today. <laughs> Um, should we talk about some NBA news, guys? Let's talk about some NBA news. Great. All right. Uh, Julia Okafor was traded to the Brooklyn Nets for Trevor Booker. And they also, to get rid of him, had to throw in Nick Stauskas, the man with the best nickname in the NBA, Sauce Castillo, <laughs> and a second round pick. How is he not in Dipset? I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's in Brooklyn now, so. Yeah, it's he's, close. Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> You can just – that's the hop, skip, and a jump up to Harlem. Yeah, that's not that yeah. far at all. No. I mean, he could also maybe replace Capadonna. In the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Yeah. Wu-Tang adjacent. Wu- right. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Sauce hard Castillo. To get in. What a fucking good name. I mean, Sauce Castillo, I Ghostface saying the name Sauce Castillo yeah. should be he like, sounds like the guy- national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, he sounds it- like a guy Ghostface would make up in a story that you can't understand but yeah. love. Yeah. And you're like, why, why do you keep saying you're Tony Stark? Yeah. Ghostface yeah. Killa is the Bob Dylan of rappers. <laughs> Where like everything he says is super compelling and doesn't make sense. I forget. <laughs> I forget which song it is, but there's a song where he talks about getting drunk at a P.F. Chang's. <laughs> and it's like my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> Him and Mark Davis, Odor of the Raiders. That's where Mark <laughs> Davis likes to hang out. Um, so, first question about this trade. Yeah. Is the Nets' new direction to trade for distressed high lottery picks? Is yes. Is that their, the way they're going to go here? Well, they have the number two and number three pick from the 2015 draft. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was... A bad, not a great draft. Uh, it was supposed to be a good draft, but also not very long ago. <laughs> not very long ago. This right, is, they became available very quickly. They, they got these guys in year three, and they were both drafted after one year of college. So yeah. these are guys who would have just become draft eligible if it was before, like, 1984 or something, right? Yeah. Could you always, could you always just draft whoever you wanted in the NBA? No. Well, Moses... No, I don't know. I don't remember my NBA. Sometimes Moses it's Malone like high was in guys. high school. <laughs> right, it but always <laughs> fluctuates because now there's the yeah. one and done rule, right? Yeah. And yeah. Then for the 90s, it was just like, I don't know, whoevs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's just like some guy was like cut class from high school and now he's in the NBA. Yeah. Oh, hey, you. <laughs> and now they're talking about going to like more of a baseball style That's... draft rules where it's like you can come out after high school or you have to go for two years, I well, that's think. That's kind of good. Um, I personally think you should just be able to draft whoever. Yeah. Like, if you want to draft a six-year-old, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. But like, like, they like have to be 18 stuff, right? to play in the NBA. Yeah. But, <laughs> but going, to, going to one year of college and then declaring for the draft just seems insane. It's to- – it's, it's, like, like, you, you – you, yeah, you're not in school. You're just scratching the back of the NCAA, right? But yeah, also, that's what why it is. help the NCAA at all? Like, right. fuck yeah. college basketball. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I feel that on basically every level. Uh, their business practices, the sport itself. Yeah. Uh, how, there's too many teams. Yeah. I find that I don't trust it. They're they're all being investigated by the FBI right now. That's not a great yeah. sign. Yeah. For, and it's all they did was help players make money 
Yeah. Yeah, and that's the problem. That's, oh, they're like, yeah, we got we just were funneling people towards Adidas, and it's like, wait, why is that wrong? Yeah. Well, Rick Pitino was also taking ninety nine percent of Louisville's shoe contract and spending them personally. on abortions. Yeah, yeah, abortions, <laughs> escorts, and hair gel. That's uh, and closing down Italian restaurants. So for three minutes at a time. All right, not <laughs> even three minutes. Oh, wait, it was like ninety <laughs> seconds, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that transcript of her describing sex with Rick oh. Pitino. That's so embarrassing. The it's future, so, it's, it's it's always embarrassing when someone describes having sex with you in court. Like oh. it's always a bad bad look, uh, especially like because he wasn't being charged with a sex crime, was he? No, no, no. no. She was actually being charged because she exto- was trying to extort. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it's it's either when someone's describing <laughs> having sex with you in court, it's either a horrific thing mm-hmm. or it's it's never been like there's never been a transcript that was like you know it was pretty good yeah (laughs) yeah. the donald sterling one is both horrific and hilarious too yeah (laughs) well it's it it's also it shows you that when you're there's nothing even if you're you know at that point he was probably like the number one college coach and he'd been an nba coach but when you're doing like shady dirty stuff it's still just grimy like yeah an assistant coach had to guard the door of a bathroom. Mm-hmm. He had to admit in court. He's like, I could have gotten her pregnant, but I also kind of came on my own leg. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's like, that's, he said that in court. In court. <laughs> that Public wasn't record. like something he like texted to his best friend and was like, please don't screen grab this. <laughs> yeah. It was like, he had to say that to a judge. <laughs> It'd be like, he had to be like, yeah, I came on my own leg. You're like, legally, you had to tell me that. All right, back to the Nets, though. Yeah. Josh, question for you Please. specifically. As a Bostonian, yes. are you bummed that the Nets had to release a guy named Sean Kilpatrick Absolutely. to make this happen? Look, <laughs> you get a guy named Sean Kilpatrick. Uh, I don't know what he looks like. I'm picturing Brian Scalabrini. I'll tell he's, you that right now. He's an African-American man, wow. actually. This uh, is a plot twist I yeah. was not prepared for. <laughs> you really – this is Christopher Nolan in here. Yeah. I feel like that's also the guy's name in Soul Man before he changes it. <laughs> Sean Kilpatrick. Sean Kilpatrick. We can't admit him. No, he's African-American. <laughs> um, I am. As a Bostonian, I feel like you need people whose whose names sound like, uh, yes, just like the, as, as Irish as as Irish as the letters will combine to form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, uh Mick Mulvaney. Yeah, also, that's Mul- a good one. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Good, yeah. good name. Yeah, bad dude. Good name. <laughs> that terrible dude. Great name though. Uh, Great Mick, Irish. Mick Mulvaney. <laughs> we did. I think it made it to air. A joke uh, uh, on last week tonight. I think we made it to air with John saying Mick Mulvaney, a name that sounds like a slur when I say it out loud in my <laughs> accent. <laughs> I think it made it to air. I forget. Uh, but like, just great name. Bad dude. Uh, but yes, I am disappointed. Um, I'm, you know, happy for Jalil Okafor. I think he needs think a fresh so? start. I guess I am happy for the fresh start. Yeah. I just don't personally think he's good at basketball. No, I don't think he's great at basketball. Uh, and I think he's in for a rude awakening still after this fresh where start. Like, where he's like, mm, not fresh as not as fresh as I <laughs> <Yeah>. thought. <laughs> like, Stale is start. there any way I can get a fresh start where I'm playing in 1993? Right. Can I play for Pat Riley's uh, Miami Heat? <laughs> I want to be alongside Alonzo Mourning. Uh, 
I'm also happy for Sauce Castillo. I think he's gonna oh, really yeah. uh, flourish in Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, we uh, had a we we also had a reader question I forgot, which was about uh, what food trucks they would like. Would there be a Sauce Castillo food truck? Is there one already? Oh, there should be. Sauce Castillo. It would have. It's tacos. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like it's like the. Um, there's like mole that's like two bucks extra, but they it's like you kind of got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> like the sauce is the thing. Yeah. You're like, why don't you just put it on the thing? And it's like, no, nah, man, mole is two dollars. <laughs> OK. But I do think there could be a good like uh, D'Angelo's like like a D'Angelo Russell Jello shop. Mm. But if you're cheating on the, your diet, he videotapes it. And then I don't know what this would really be. I guess like Eggs Benedict, but I like a like like a Ronde Hollandaise Jefferson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's very good. good. Yeah. Those are the ones I had. Those are pretty good. Uh, I mean, like an Isaiah White Castle. Oh, that would be good. (laughs) Like little tiny burgers. (laughs) Um. All right. Oh, and Damari Carib for for vegans. And you're like, oh, this. I, I feel like people say this is better than it actually is. Yeah. All right. Now we should talk about what I really want to talk about. Okay. Fuck that trade. I don't care about it. <laughs> no, I, I have a hard time mustering any care. I, I, I think Devin Booker's the best thing in that trade. I, mm-hmm. Or not Devin Booker. Trevor, Trevor Booker, Booker. Jesus. But Devin Booker. Trev, I, Superior Booker. Weird. I like Trevor Booker. Hate Devin Booker, even though Trevor Booker's the worst NBA player. Anyway, <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, this oh is oh my god, Aaron, Alan Crab Legs. Sorry. Oh yeah. This is what I Alan really... King Crab Legs. <laughs> this is what I really wanted to talk about. Uh, Kobe Bryant is coaching his daughter's basketball team. Oh boy. Uh, and he claims that he makes them run the triangle offense. Oof. I I don't believe in the triangle offense. No. <laughs> I don't know what it is, and I hate it. There are so few things I feel that way about. I don't know what they are, and I hate them. Um, I felt that way about Vanderpump Rules for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was just a Los Angeles-based reboot of Cider House Rules. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I knew nothing about it, and I hated it. Now I know a little bit about it, and I hate it less. But I, the triangle offense, I feel like there's no amount I could learn that would make me like it more. It's, it's, it's an, office, an offense premised on have Michael Jordan on your team yeah. or have Kobe and Shaq on your team. Yeah. And I I, I still I, – I don't know if I'm not understanding basketball or how complicated the triangle offense is. It seemed like when the Lakers had Shaq and Kobe, they ran a pick and roll between Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. That seemed like it was the main and play. Also, then they ran one with Pau Gasol afterwards, and, and who Bryant. at the time was a top – 15 NBA yes. player. <laughs> Pau was so good in his heyday. I loved him. Um, Too bad his brother's a coach killer. Coach killer. His oh. brother's a coach murderer. He's yelling at his teammates <laughs> yeah. now. I can't believe Dave, um, David Fitzdale, yeah. right, had like the number one most beloved coach moment of last season yeah. with the they ain't going to rook us. And take that for data. <laughs> and uh, that whole, that whole post game was great. And and everyone's like, this guy really gets it. Uh, he really is like in tune with something. And now he's just Gonzo. Yeah, he's out. And and like he he coached like a hundred games. Yeah, it's crazy. And then the previous coach was only there briefly, right? Uh, 
Not yeah. Lionel Hollins. There was was there Dave one in the Yeager, uh, the Dave other Yeager. good Yeager. coach they had that they fired for no reason. Who, sound, who I always think is a fighter pilot. <laughs> he now has a weird full beard in Sacramento. Uh, uh, does he have a full beard? No, he has a goatee now. No, uh, the uh, Vogel, Vogel has a, has full, a scary full, full beard. beard yeah. Oh that, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vogel like turned into like him going to Orlando. He turned into like a. Uh, villain from miami vice even though he's in orlando <laughs> orlando vice yeah <laughs> that's just getting drunk at disney world and throwing up on a kid <laughs> speaking of getting drunk at a pf changs that's it feels like that's vogel skis for sure children shouldn't be forced to run the triangle offense. no no it's like you don't need cursive you don't need the triangle offense yeah. it well, yeah, it, what it, you you had the right comparison. Well, which is, I was about to ask yeah. this question: Is uh, Vivek Ranadive, mm-hmm. the owner of the Sacramento Kings, uh, sure. famously ran a girls basketball team? Another hot Malcolm Gladwell, yeah, here. that uh, ran <laughs> the fu- ran a full court press in t- the entire game. Yeah. So my question for you guys is: Who would win? Kobe Bryant's daughter's team running a triangle offense or Vivek Ranadive's team running a full court press the 100% game. of the time. I think Vivek's team because yeah. the full court press it's, is a real thing. It's definitely yeah. the full the court press. Yeah, for sure. Like, Although I, fe- I bet Kobe's daughter is good at basketball and that puts them ahead of the curve. What I will say is I do think Kobe is a lot scarier than Vivek. Vivek. So – uh I don't know if you want to let. He's got that Mamba mentality. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How many episodes of Muse Cage is he forcing these girls to watch? (laughs) I just imagine. Yeah. (laughs) He, um, but yeah, I think Vivek, right. A full court press. Like you could, children have a lot of energy. (laughs) You could just make them press. But like the triangle, whenever somebody tries to explain the triangle, it's like when someone tries to explain Bitcoin where I'm just like, I hope this never applies to my life. Enough that right, I need yeah. to learn what you're talking about. Well, isn't it based on a book from the mid '60s or even earlier? Well, by Tex, Tex Winter was, I don't know, famed man. animator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Tex. Right, it was a Tex Winter principle that was handed down to Phil Jackson. Yeah, but it was like, didn't it have principles of the Princeton offense? I don't. Look, all I know is most of the triangle offense involves a guy at the elbow with his back to the basket dribbling like a really long time <laughs> uh-huh. while people stare at him. Yeah. That's all I know about the triangle offense. God, that sounds like it the the triangle <laughs> offense when when you describe it, it sounds like like how long ago did was the last successful team? That was like when they only let white people play, right? Yeah. Like that's <laughs> the last time that worked. <laughs> It was like it was, you know, it uses a lot of the principles of uh, the picket fence and Plessy versus Ferguson. <laughs> right. It's kind of a separate but equal offensive yeah, right. system. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's so is is the triangle offense the most overrated thing of all time? Boy, it might be. It's that it's stairway to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, it's it's up there for sure. Yeah, it's it's one of the. It's a triangle offense, s- stairway to heaven, and sixty nine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> are like the three. Like, can we do a Twitter poll? Yeah. <laughs> What's the most That's overrated right. thing yeah. of all time? Yeah, 
I think that's it. Yeah, those I think are those three. are your three. All right, so that's our poll. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know if you guys do polls. We do do polls. We oh we are that's for sure. Poll. Our we are like a poll based Twitter you handle. Are, you guys are da- very data centric. Yeah. Team, oh right? yeah. yeah. We're yeah. like uh, Paul D. Podesta and J. P. Ricciardi. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I think you mean. Peter oh, it's Brand? Peter Brand, yeah. That's the, <laughs> the, the that is Jonah Hill's character's name in Moneyball. Oh, Peter sure, Brand. Sure, sure. Because Paul D. Podesta was like, I'm not fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I spent a year one time updating the Moneyball the two sorry, the two thousand two Oakland A's Wikipedia page and just kept adding Peter Brand as an executive. <laughs> <laughs> And someone kept removing it. I I love man. People who edit Wikipedia seriously are very serious. Yeah, they they uphold the principles of Wikipedia highly. Like so, I I've been doing this show. Uh, it was for Facebook originally. Oh, it's really great. Oh, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, like the Adam Conover episode. Great. Is, yeah, yeah, he was sorry. so good. You should describe the show. So before the, I... the the show's just called Wiki What. <laughs> And the premise of it is I talk to famous people about their Wikipedia pages and interview them about, like, what's true, what's fake. Um, Excuse me. And it's really fun. It's, like, with Hearst uh, Media. So it's, like, kind of loose, sort of affiliated. Like, Esquire promotes it, but it's Mm -hmm. just through Hearst. Big picture. And because, um, like, Facebook is looked down on as a source to cite, so, like, they wouldn't let you cite the videos. Like, I could be talking to TJ Miller and he'll say something. And then you can link that in the Wikipedia page. And because it's Facebook native, they'll be like, no. But then once they write it up on Esquire's website, they're like, okay, now that flies as a citation. (laughs) They're just like so – they're hardcore. And and they – there are some people that were really cool. Like people reached out and were like, oh, this is really neat. And like we – if you want, we can like show you how to do these citations really cleanly and and how to like beef up your own editor page so that people don't like – sneer at it and then there are other people that are just like this fucking guy (laughs) coming onto our turf editing the uh, the wikipedia entry for lawrence gilliard jr of the wire and the walking dead but yeah adam was so good and we had like we had like that was basically in real time because his uh, he was like in a cab that went the wrong way so and he had to go do panel on colbert so he came in for like 25 minutes and the thing ended up being like 11 minutes or something so it was like they cut it was like the least cut out of any of them it's funny do you find that people have a lot of inaccurate information on their wikipedia pages people i think get really fascinated or or even even if it's not inaccurate there are like good stories behind some stuff or like but the john bradley who is um sam Samuel Tarley on Game of Thrones. I did an episode with him, and he he was listed. His name is John Bradley West, like that's his birth name. Mm-hmm. But it, on Wikipedia, it was hyphenated as Bradley West, and that came from like one press release when he was cast in Game of Thrones that his drama school put out that inaccurately put a hyphen there. And he like the relief on his face when I was like, John Bradley West, is that your name? And he was like, I've been meaning I. Can't, I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> He's like, this hyphen has been haunting me for eight years. Uh, yeah, it's people have been like really into the little things. And like there's stuff that's like people want to talk about, even that's like slightly inaccurate or subjective, even though it's not supposed to be subjective. Like Lawrence Gilliard Jr., I think, was like there was something like he's known for playing thugs and law enforcement officers. He's like, I really only played – D'Angelo Barksdale yeah. and like yeah. it's like a little bit racist. I was just thinking about like like other things I've seen him in. I'm yeah. like, eh, that's 
it's just the wire. Yeah, like, just the wire. <laughs> um, so we see. Like, I would change that as he's known for playing for wearing a fake nose in Southland Tales. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he was great though. It's, like it's been really fun. But anyway, um, Wikipedia editors that are like serious, like it, it they do not mess around. Yeah. And they and I will go to war with them. I want Peter Brand on that page. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> didn't, didn't Adam say he had a stretch in his life when he was just editing? With yeah, him? in college, like, he yeah. said he would like of procrastinate course. doing work. I bet I was fighting with him. Yeah, over it could the be. 2002. I mean, but the, I mean, he does not care about the 2002 Oakland A's. He was editing the one we looked at. He cares at. about facts, though. Yeah, yeah. He, but he, we, he edited the the page that had like huge swaths that he had added in the early aughts was the Wikipedia page for the concept of qualia, the philosophical concept qualia, <laughs> which he explained to me, which I think basically is defined as, like, anything. <laughs> like, I don't remember. It just had, like, this this conceptual definition. And he it was, like, still paragraphs that he had added in, like, 2002. Oh, yeah, and there hadn't been it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Because people, people weren't going to fight him on qualia. <laughs> All right, uh, our next NBA piece of news. Please, I apologize uh, for digressing. No, no, that was great. no. <laughs> Matt Barnes retired. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, he, I, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Sean. You I'm going to read you this. We're, we'll put some music under this to make it very dramatic. <laughs> uh, had a cool 15-year run, traveled the world. This is an Instagram post, yeah, of course. Yeah, this is an Instagram yeah. post, yeah. sorry. Uh, that's 15-year YR. 15-year run, two exclamation points. Traveled the world, met a lot of cool people. Some will be brothers for the rest of my life. But now, you telling me I can dress like this for business meetings and make more money off the court than I made on? And spend more time with my kids? Question mark, question mark. Multiple exclamation points. Ha. Me. The one that wasn't supposed to be shit. He doesn't write out shit. And ended up making it. Let's do it. Love me or hate me. I did it my way. So that was Matt Barnes retiring he, from the NBA. What is he dressed like? I, a t-shirt, right? Yeah, I mean, he kind <laughs> of he. I feel like he dresses almost like the concept of divorce a little bit. <laughs> sure, like he he dresses like someone who's about to be asked to leave. Yeah, well, he's retiring to spend more time uh, finding the real Derek Fisher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> um, I, I really I love in that story that it was like. Dude, you drove two hours to fight Derek Fisher, and he's like, no, man, like 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to say I am happy Matt Barnes is retiring Uh because he is probably the most complicated athlete Mm -hmm. of my life because I I can't not love him for the We Believe Warriors, but everything about him is trouble problematic yeah. <laughs> he um i can't believe 15 years that's amazing yeah that's yeah. like he played for every western conference team almost twice <laughs> or i mean every pacific division, pacific oh, division twice. He for no 15 teams twice yeah each. he was on he was on the kings and warriors twice he was on the suns twice i believe oh really yeah i think he was only on the lakers once and he was only on the clippers once mm-hmm. yeah God. i mean that's that's an incredible career though like, yeah. when you think of all the guys who wash out in, like, three, four yeah. years, it, if that, that 15 years. And he was undrafted, I believe. I think so. He was a pretty good player at UCLA. Uh, you know what the common thread in all the places he played, though, is totally okay to wear a tank top in public. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Los Angeles, Orlando, Philadelphia. Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> Philadelphia. It's in Philadelphia, weirdly more appropriate to wear a tank top yeah. in December. Yeah, yeah, right. It's because it's not like a weather thing. It's just like a uh, a resume. <laughs> Uh, so he quotes Frank Sinatra at the mm-hmm. end of this. I did it. I did it my way. Do you think Frank Sinatra would like Matt Barnes? Yes, I, I do think, think so they too. would. Yeah. I think they would really get along. I bet. They'd be like, "Yeah, this guy, go, go." Uh, I think I they punch would. Joey Bishop in the face. They would definitely be into like light stalking of uh, <laughs> former lovers. Yep. Um, <laughs> I feel like Frank Sinatra would disapprove of the tattoos. But like the spirit behind the tattoos, yes. right? Right. Yeah. He would also like the fact that he has like negative sideburns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, he's not a hippie like those yeah. other guys. Yeah. <laughs> he'd just he'd just pretend that Matt Barnes had been in the service. <laughs> right. Like, That's right. 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 He'd be like, uh, he'd be like, thank you for what you've done for this country <laughs> just all the time. <laughs> and then it would be like old Sinatra, like kind of losing it a little bit. Yeah. And Matt Barnes would would like play along. He'd be like. Anything for you, <laughs> old blue eyes. Um, all right, so my next question is, yeah. what is Matt Barnes taking business meetings about? I was thinking about that. Um, I think it's an app that tracks Derek Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called Fisher, F-I-S-H-R. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It's like Uber for Derek Fisher. That's the pitch. Honestly, we could all use that. They should also make one for Reggie Miller. I think. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I like. I was trying to think about. it. I was like, is it entertainment? Uh, is it like a bit I, real estate development? I bet it's a reality show. Oh, right? his, it, his wife the... was on Basketball. His yeah. ex-wife was on Basketball Wives. Right? Yeah. I just. I don't know if there's a market for a Matt Barnes reality show. I could see Matt Barnes opening a restaurant, too. I could see him, like, yeah, or managing, like, real estate property. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I bet, I, like, some kind of investment, like, that he's not necessarily the face of, but, like, behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I could also see him being the face. Oh, my God. Sorry. LeVar Ball and Spike Lee are hugging. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, the Knicks, the Knicks-Lakers game is on right now, and I just glanced out of the corner of my eye. LeVar Ball and Spike Lee hugging. Well, and then they disappeared. Like, <laughs> yeah. like a negative yeah. doppelganger. There was like an audible pop. That was weird. Um, all right. Uh, with the exception of players on your favorite teams, mm-hmm. what players do you want to see finally win a title? Because last year, Matt Barnes winning a title for me as a Warrior fan yeah. really kind of meant a lot because it was like the We Believe team is still my favorite team of all time. And it was like, we finally got one of those yeah. guys a ring. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to meet Steven Jackson and Al Harrington yeah. right afterwards. So. Oh, that's cool. I mean, at the big three. Yeah. Well, oh, we were yeah. at the still big cool. three draft. Oh, right. <laughs> I remember that when you guys came. That's amazing. <laughs> I love we the were big the three. only people who live tweeted the big three draft. <laughs> we were. Yeah, there's, a lot, there's a lot of like weird official sources that are like, uh, "Thanks, Joey Devine and Sean Keen. This is <laughs> the official draft order of the big three because they didn't think to write it down themselves." <laughs> oh man, who do I want to see win? A I'd title? like to. I personally would like to see Vince Carter get a ring before yeah. he retires. Wow. I. Uh, I have. Who's the other? The co-oldest player has he won one? There's another guy that's Jamal 40. Crawford, isn't it? Is it Jamal Crawford? It might be Jamal Crawford. I have less less effect. Yeah, I don't mind too. Jamal Crawford. <laughs> yeah, but like but he's not he's not Vince. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Vince Carter. Like 
it feels like Vince Carter was disrespected for long enough and is like yes. truly wonderful. Yes. And people really I still get mad that people gave Vince Carter so much shit for graduating from college that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people were they're really on him. And I don't know. I right. I think to play in the NBA, like people thought he was like lackadaisical and like turned it on when he wanted to, right? Yeah. And like was one dimensional. But like you don't stay in the NBA till you're forty if you are just a guy that can dunk, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The, lots of guys can dunk. Well, and he's done the rare like something that is so hard, which is going from being like an absolute superstar to a role player. Yeah. You don't see that a lot of guys aren't able to do that yeah without there being like a devastating injury in the middle right yeah 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 yeah. right like like the almost i mean he was never like at the peak of vince carter but like there were those expectations the way like sean livingston came back from that oh yeah yeah, injury where they're like oh your game is all you're different now but like you you're you have this new role but like you you watch carmelo anthony not being able to do that right now that's what's fucking up the thunder (laughs) yeah Right, he he can't he can't be, uh, the third guy. He doesn't know how. No, he's living he's living in the past. All three of those guys don't know how to be the not number one guy. Oh yeah, Russell and Westbrook. Russell Westbrook know. has now run so many people out of town. Yeah. Paul George seems to know, but that's a problem. Like yeah. he but knows, he knows, but he also will give. He has, like, the wrong attitude. Like, he knows his game is, like, second guy game. Yeah. But then he gives, like, like last year in Indiana, he got mad at right, CJ Miles the last for shot. taking the last yep. shot. <laughs> but he was, to be fair, the number one guy over CJ sure, Miles. Sure, but CJ Miles was open. <laughs> yeah. It was a bad, a bad, bad look for him. Um, excuse me, for, um, for George, not for CJ Miles. Paul George seems like Miles. a weirdly conflicted guy just yeah. generally. It does. Um, he was great in that film, He's Got Second Guy Game, <laughs> where he played the second best high school yeah. basketball player on a team. The S-goat, they called him. <laughs> the scoat. And his father was the guy from those Allstate commercials. Yes. Uh, so anyone else other than uh, Vince Carter? I don't feel like he deserves it, but I feel like just for – the actual moment of winning the title, Yoakam Noah would be fantastic. He would yeah. really have a lot of fun. I don't um, like that contract though. No, <laughs> I don't like that contract. <laughs> but like the contract and the I just mean I just mean like the contract and the Knicks have kind of tainted him for me. <laughs> just yeah, like the overall suspension. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and I bet I also bet that there's probably some very problematic stories about him that could come out. Sure. Like he seems like. Yeah, he seems like he he parties. Yeah, <laughs> in a way, and not like I'm not against people having fun. Yeah, but like if like he seems like a guy who might have been on a boat where someone died. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't kill someone on a boat. No, no, no. But like, you know, um, some, some a body disappeared. He's on the boat. Christopher Walken. Yeah, that's Woods exactly story. what I picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the Christopher. The NBA's Christopher Walken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joke him no, the NBA is Christopher Walken, as we've all known him. That is going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> yep. Oh, there we go. Um. All right. I don't. Oh, I'd re- like to see Mike Conley win too. Mike Conley, sure. I like Mike Conley. I'd much rather see Mike Conley make an All Star game than win a title. Well, he's more likely to win a title. I know. That's the weird part because yeah. Mike Conley is definitely going to go down as the best NBA player to never to make never an make All Star game. Yeah. Currently, it's Byron Scott. 
we looked this up last year. It was like Byron Scott, Josh Smith, or Monte Ellis, <laughs> like statistically. Yeah, I think it's Byron Scott. I don't know. Josh Smith was really good. Um, and he only kept not making it because he was a huge dick. He, and the coaches didn't want to. He was really good for like a very brief time, right? Like he there was like, like a four-year period where he was really and good. And then he fell off so hard. Yeah. He won me several fantasy leagues. Really? Yeah. I, ca- I would always just draft him and Andre Kirilenko for mm-hmm. like the same. And it was like, well, don't have to worry about blocks, steals, or rebounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Josh Smith reinvented himself as a guy who was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he single-handedly beat the Clippers. Right. Though, in like the greatest playoff comeback of and all that time. Was, he was like waived for a portion <laughs> yeah. of the season, right? He was not in the league for a while. No, yeah, the Pistons were like, we're going to eat the remaining three years. Yeah, left we're just going to cut you. Contract. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they might still be paying him. Uh, by the way, I just want to note that in the overtime of this Knicks-Lakers game that's happening, uh, Doug McDermott and Michael Beasley are on the court. So tight. The I'd like to see both of those guys win NBA titles. Yeah. So Beasley <laughs> fouled out in like nine minutes. Yeah. This week, and he got a standing ovation when he left the game. God, that rules. <laughs> I New love, York City loves him. Yeah, they sure do. New, it's so funny. Like, who's the hometown hero of like like. Um, Michael Beasley because he's like scrappy, and then like I mentioned Scalabrini earlier because he's uh, white, um, <laughs> but like in Boston. But yeah. it's like that's I love like the random players that people latch on to. Well, the for the Warriors, it was Jeremy Lin before Lin Sanity. Oh yeah, they loved him so much. Yep. Yeah, like it was disconcerting. Like they would scream at him to shoot. Marco Bellinelli, they also did that too, where they would just scream at him to shoot every time he touched the ball as kind of a joke, but also because they loved him. (laughs) And then years later, Joey and I went to a Warriors-Rockets game, and we're sitting behind a guy who looked exactly like my dad from behind, and he was wearing a Houston Rockets jersey. (laughs) Speaking of Houston Rockets, Chris Paul is someone I would like to see lose a finals. Yes. I would like to see him be in the finals. Sure. I feel like I – I hate the talk of, like, Chris Paul can't get out of the second round. Like, that's so yeah. situational yeah. and circumstantial. So I'd like him to go to the finals. But, but like, like, lose badly. I want it to be his I'm, fault. I'm, yeah, I want it. Exactly. Like that Clippers series where he tried to draw that foul uh, by throwing that uh, that half-court heave that basically lost And then Russell Westbrook game. just took it out of his yeah. hands. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see that happen in yeah. a finals. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh Nothing against Chris Paul except everything against Chris Paul um, for me. All right. Finally, I guess we have to talk about this, right? Uh, the Ball brothers are going to Lithuania. Yes. Certainly. <laughs> I mean. Sean, do you have any hot takes on this? Uh, I just want to let people know what's happening if they don't know. Leangelo and Lamelo have both signed with a team in Lithuania. Prienu. Uh, Vitautas, um, if I'm sorry, uh, our Latvian fan can. Uh, it's a village of less than ten thousand people in southern Lithuania that does not speak English. Uh, it's like a fifteen hundred seat arena. Tickets cost five euros with the exchange rate. That is five dollars and ninety cents. Um, they're also not going to play. Yeah, they're they're third and fourth at their positions on the depth chart, which has been up to p- updated on Wikipedia. Uh, they also have an opt out after a month. After a month, they can either this, the either the team or 
the balls can leave after one month. I feel like LeVar is on tilt at this point because <laughs> because the youngest ball, right, that's um, uh, it LaMelo. LaMelo yeah. is supposed to be maybe the best chance to be really – or, like, better than LiAngelo. Be- yes, right? Definitely and better than LiAngelo, not better than Lonzo. Because LiAngelo had the problems at UCLA, right, had to leave the team at UCLA. Mm-hmm. I feel like LeVar's on tilt, and he's screwing over LaMelo's career. I have heard a – theory okay that liangelo did that on purpose oh i could yeah because wait, wait was that our from our previous podcast no uh <laughs> no um uh ramona shelburne said it on the low post today. oh really oh that he was acting out to get kicked out of ucla because he know was- that he knew his dad was gonna pull them out of school and send them across the oh. uh, the world and he didn't want to be in china Oh, okay. So he was kind of... He's like, I got to get kicked out of this entire country. Yeah, I think it's a baller move to get deported on purpose. (laughs) That's so great. Hotel arrest has got to be pretty great, right? I I like him. Um, I feel like like Trump turned me full pro Uh Um, LeVar. Like, it's so weird. It's like every cultural fight now is has so many dimensions because it's Mm -hmm. like... I don't know. I guess I have no real problem with with LeVar Ball, but I don't, you know, I don't love all the grandstanding at the games that, you know, I feel like and people coming at um, Lonzo because of his dad. Like, So I don't love that. And then it's like, well, he's in a fight with Trump. It's like, okay, this is pretty funny. And then he shipped Trump the shoes and then tweeted about Trump not thanking Mm -hmm. him for the ZO2 shoes. (laughs) And it's just like, that's so funny. That's incredible. Where it's like, I don't know what side of the NFL I'm expected to be on as like a progressive person anymore where it's like, okay, but there's all the CTE, but like, then there's the protest and then there's the counter protests. And then uh, like, what, what am I supposed to? And and like, it's very, everything's so fraught, but all I know is that I, I've, uh, I'm a big baller for life now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, they, now I think, so the two the two theories I have about this are uh, well the league's name is called the BBL the BBL the Baltic Basketball League which is close to the big, big baller league right. like yeah. at a B at a B <laughs> and he got a sponsor the BBBL they're sponsored by like a very small I think mineral water company mm-hmm. so they could they could move in uh, the other thing I think is like at learning about all this like Paul Manafort stuff oh yeah this is a money laundering scheme the like, whole this, league this like I feel like the whole trip everything. Like they're gonna come How back. How long with... do you think they're gonna be there? A month. A month? Yeah. 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 I don't. I just don't see them spending a lot of time in rural Lithuania. I mean, <laughs> like, Sean and I had the theory that we think both of them, both of the balls, are gonna play in the celebrity game this year. I mean, like every year. Yeah. Like, like, until they're Angela. eligible to be in the NBA. No, I mean, well, <laughs> eligible, but like. <laughs> Like, couldn't LiAngelo play in, like, nine straight celebrity games? Nick LiAngelo, yeah, yeah, LiAngelo <laughs> could. LaMelo is probably maybe going to be a professional basketball player. LiAngelo is not. I don't know if it's a great bet considering he is no longer in really, high school. <laughs> yeah, like that. But it that seems like he could have a little more structure that isn't – I mean, maybe, maybe it's like getting an internship in a foreign country. Right. Or, I mean – some of the European players, like a, like a Ricky Rubio, started playing pro really young. Yeah. Um, but it's like I don't think, excuse me, that unless you're like 
I mean, like the stories of Ricky, Ricky Rubio playing too. They'll just be like, he was dribbling a basketball in a driveway, and grown men began to weep. And so, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, the people saw his face in a piece of toast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so it, it's just not that way. I, I feel like they're sabotaging him by taking him out of high school to make him a European professional fourth on the depth chart. Yeah. I also think um, they practice a lot in yeah. European teams. It's like, yeah, two two-hour practices a day uh, and then weightlifting in the middle yep. and then a 5,000-calorie meal in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, People smoke in the stands. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially if there's only 1,000 people there. Yeah. Right, it's not even that much smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like a third of the seats in the arena also just go to the team sponsors and like friends and local strongmen, I assume. <laughs> well, they should play them. Play them. Play the is, balls. <laughs> it is like the greatest uh, per capita, like like per population, Lithuania is the best basketball country in the world, though. Yeah. So... They just don't have that many capitas. Yeah, yeah. not a lot of capitas. If but they, they had Saronis Marshallonis, Jonas Valanciunas. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, that other – who else was on that hippie team Donnie Nelson coached? Uh, is Sabonis Lithuanian? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, he might be. I don't remember. Wow. I, I know Marshallonis is. I believe – aren't they bringing back those tie-dye jerseys soon? I too? like them. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. Yeah. Um, I'm into anything fun that people hate. That's like a that's my new stance. I am frankly into anything Don Nelson ever touched. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I can see so that. even if it's Don Nelson. Yeah, Donnie. Donnie's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, like that like when medals. they like when they dressed when they dressed up as uh uh the jail guys when Don Nelson was uh Suspended that one time. That was great. Mm-hmm. All right, that's true. Uh, Sabonis was is indeed okay. Well, well, who doesn't love Sabonis? Yeah, and now his son is good too. He is good, and that's <laughs> it's like, um, and he's in America's Lithuania, Indianapolis, Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, anytime, man, people just like love, uh, not playing with Russell Westbrook anymore. It's <laughs> he's. Do you remember? That? It's been a bad year for oh, Russell Westbrook. Week. You want to get into this week for I, let's I guess let's get into this week. Okay. I I forgot to put it on this list. This week in Westbrook. Yeah. The week in Westbrook. So Kevin Durant and Victor Oladipo were named players of the week. <laughs> Oladipo went off on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. 47 points. And they lost to uh who did they lose to, Sean? It was somebody really bad. They lost. Well, they they went OT with the Memphis Grizzlies. They lost to the Nets. Maybe was it the Nets? Well, they lost to the Nets in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that and was then, this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They lost and, to the Nets in Mexico. And then last night they lost to the Charlotte Hornets at home. Oh yeah. And anytime Dwight Howard beats you, it's a Dwight bad... Howard beat the crap out <laughs> of, of Adams. <laughs> oh man, Russell Westbrook. He's like. The, the plot of that movie, that Dane Cook movie, Good Luck Chuck, right, where, <laughs> where women would date him and then they would break up with him and then find the love of yeah, their life. Yeah. That's like Russell Westbrook with, like, former teammates and, like, shooting percentages. Yes. <laughs> but in Good Luck Chuck, it didn't feel like Dane Cook was causing that. No, This right. feels like Russell That's Westbrook's true. fault. Yes. Well, it just shows when you're with someone who's truly very selfish. 
like Dane Cook or Russell Westbrook <laughs> on a basketball court. <laughs> I think people get bummed out about the free throw rebounds. I think that like that's a that's a real non leadership move. It's really messed up. To he, and play, I mean, like that and that game, like should have been the um the Thanksgiving Eve game against Golden State, mm-hmm. yeah. where he played so well and they destroyed the Warriors. Killed and he, them. And then he came in or stayed in looking for the triple-double, clearly. It's like the story should have been like Russell Westbrook plays out of his mind. Yeah. Like this is what he's capable of. But like because he stayed in for the stats, that became the discussion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's just like all you have to do is not that. Yeah, just 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 wave to the crowd, take your bow. Yes, yes. And then you can leave the game. Josh, you want to play some games here? I would love to play some games here. All right. Uh, but first, before we do that, actually. Please. Uh, Celtics have lost two out of three. Yeah. Is this the beginning of the end? Yeah. Is this where the wheels come off, finally? <laughs> no. I feel like this is – I don't think it's where the wheels come off. I think it's where we're like, oh, we've been driving an awfully long way on pretty old tires. <laughs> or not even old. Just like, You know what I mean? It's like – it's it's not where the wheels come off, but it is where they were like, oh, we've been driving on empty for like 30 miles yeah, yeah. and we need something. And <laughs> they just keep driving past gas stations. They're like, yeah, I think we can, I yeah. think we can go like eight more yep. miles. I think we can do this. <laughs> and uh, and because like Kyrie didn't play last night and I they think Horford was also out. A bunch of guys. No, did. Horford played last night, but played very badly. It was Marcus oh, okay. Morris didn't play. That's who. Yeah, Marcus yeah. Morris is out for a few weeks, right? Didn't he's, they say that day to day? Yeah, it's day to day. He missed the first couple, like the first couple weeks, and then he's been day to day with like a knee thing. Um, I, I think for real, they're like they've overachieved, and they're gonna like regress to the mean or mm-hmm. whatever uh, the statistical term is. Uh, especially, I mean, Kyrie out, second night of a back-to-back. They should have still beat the Bulls, who are terrible. Like, I was watching this, and I was like, is Bobby Portis good at basketball? I just knew he was the guy that punched his own teammate. Yeah. Well, and what's weird is you would have thought that they would have just gotten rid of Bobby Portis for or putting his team no in the hospital. For or, weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was out for, like, he just came back. He missed, like, the first quarter of the season. Yeah. And Miritich is like, being a real grown-up about it. They were like, they run a two-man game together. Mm-hmm. They were like high-fiving at the game. I think he's maybe like, my contract's up at the end of this year, and I have a no-trade clause. Like, I'm probably leaving, but I'm 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 surprised at his maturity in this impossible situation in that horrible team. <laughs> it's so wild. They're so bad. They're a very bad team. Yeah. It's like... It's so weird, like, when jobs are at a certain level, like, they just aren't like jobs anymore. Where, like, <laughs> if at any other job you punched a coworker in the face, keeping him out of work and at the hospital for months, they'd be like, well, your contract is terminated, <laughs> certainly. Yeah, yeah. That's the only response to this. <laughs> and it's like, but because it's this inc- – but it's, it's almost – like a ironic thing where it's like because it's this visible job where like it can't be swept under the rug they're like well you're too valuable to lose yeah yeah, we can't (laughs) that'd be crazy yeah people are gambling on these (laughs) (laughs) and they're like you know without you we would have only won four games to this point in the season Um, but i think i think the celtics are gonna slump a little bit after the super hot if i would guess the east is so weird 
Because it's better than the West right now, and no one thought that was going to happen. It It is, but it's also like the best three teams in the West are better right. than the best three teams in the East. And Kawhi is coming back, yeah. baby. Yeah. Although Cleveland on fire. Yeah. Yeah, they won 13 in a row until uh, – until that Oladipo game. Yeah, yeah, and LeBron says he's been uh, practicing how to play with Isaiah Thomas in NBA 2K. So he says he's ready. Well, that's good. The only person <laughs> I would believe that from is LeBron. I know, right? Yeah. Anyone else that would be like, shut up, Larry Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. If, like, J.R. Smith said that, I'd be like, be of like, course. Oh, we're yeah. making fun of you forever. Yeah. 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 We'll but like, LeBron, it's like, oh, yeah, he definitely has a place. Word. Yeah, he's... Like when I say I play with him in NBA 2K, he comes over to my house and stands in front of the TV and <laughs> describes the game to me, and I just play it with my eyes closed. <laughs> and, uh, and that's how we build our two-man chemistry. Um, Wayne Wade has been so good, too. I hate it, but... Me, too. He Hitting those threes in the first round of the playoffs, It's I was so mad. It's like, this is not... It wasn't supposed to be that way. <laughs> I actually had picked the Bulls to win that To win that series? series? Yeah. Yeah. They would have if it wasn't for the, the, <laughs> the injury. Rondo the Rondo injury. injury. <laughs> I don't know why I said I hated that Dwayne Wade's doing well. I love that he's doing well. You you Dwayne are pro-Dwayne Wade. I'm really pro. I'm, I'm anti-Dwayne Wade. I'm anti now. I think he's uh, I think he's just a really interesting guy. Like he seems, he seems, he was really nice to Dave when Dave interviewed him last year. Oh, that's year nice. Too. He so. did answer our questions about sea bass, yeah. about how LeBron made sea bass his favorite food. So mm-hmm. Okay. Thumbs up, I guess. I'm coming around. <laughs> All right. So it takes me very little. <laughs> so, Josh, what's your hottest NBA take right now? Oh man, my hottest NBA take. Um. Oh, my. We'll tell you Sean's. Okay. Give you a second. What's Sean's? Me. Abolish the jump ball. Sean Ooh. is anti jump ball. You want to do it? They do it in college, right? They just do the direction arrow, still yeah. the possession arrow. I mean, I guess I don't really like that as much as I just hate jump balls. Because uh, a ref, like no ref at any level, is able to throw a basketball perfectly up, up and in down. the air. Like, like, and usually it's not even really that close. Um, the and I hate the, I hate the. 611 guy 62 guy jump balls yeah it's undignified oh, i love those but it's like you it's like you get no reward for like well wow, wasn't it great that that little guy tied up that big guy right what right. was the reward uh public humiliation yes absolutely that's what i i don't like about it like it's a hustle play that's rewarded by the most embarrassing it's the most embarrassing you'll look without getting dunked over yeah um and and usually it's because you did something good that that happened to yes you. Um, I, hmm. okay. I don't, I just, I don't want the Sixers to be good. <laughs> that's, that's a good, solid, hot. Take. Yeah. I, is it because you're anti-process or oh, just anti-Philadelphia? I'm, I don't think, I don't think Joel Embiid is as funny as everyone gives him credit for. I think he's funny enough. I think he's very funny for an athlete. I like this take. Keep going. Josh. I, that's that's my take. Joel Embiid is not as funny as people think he is. That's my hot <laughs> NBA take. Where like I like that he has fun. I don't think that I I don't have a lot of like like you see it more in baseball, but I that like reverence and purism mm-hmm, of like, yeah. but you shouldn't smile when you play. Um, but like I don't like that. But I just think like he's he's. Uh, overstepping how funny he is. I think I think what, that's fair. I think that's fair. Also, <laughs> I think what he does a lot is sort of um, 
feels like fan service. Yes. So it's not like organic stuff. It's like he'll reference something. Yes. Like, he's he's, he's like, like a family like guy. He's like an episode of Family Guy. Yeah. He's as funny as Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah. And now, granted, uh, he came to America when he was like 15 years old. English is like his fourth yeah. language, and he's like 23 now. And he's incredible. But but you're right. He's not. There's not a lot of Joel Embiid stuff where you're like. It doesn't really make you laugh as much as you're like, oh, this is going to be on a lot of blogs. Yes, and the so the like the original, um, the original sixty nine thing, right? Not great. Uh-huh. It's like fine. Um, he's he's hacking Rob Gronkowski. Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the follow up where um, Jalen Rose was complaining about the how immature it was, and he said 81, right? Because that's yeah. – I read – I think it was on The Ringer. They said – he said 81 I'm, – okay, I'm 81% conditioned because that's how many Kobe scored on Jalen. Yeah. That's funny. That's yeah. very funny. That's, and, yeah. But it's like it took the original unfunny thing to get there. Yeah. Um, I think they're probably going to miss the playoffs. Interesting. That's because hot. That's a that's a they, spicy take. Because because it's like you watch the team and it's like Ben Simmons is amazing. He's so Embiid's good. It's great to watch. And then they have a lot of guys where you're like, wow, this Timote Luwawu Cabarro gonna be great. Sean has texted me right about Luwawu Cabarro like four <laughs> times. I, this I've been week. watching the Sixers so much, <laughs> and they're so frustrating because it's like, oh, these transcendent players, and then JJ Redick is pretty washed up right now. Yeah. I don't I I love the joy and I love the exuberance. Yeah. And I love um I love unsportsmanlike fans. So I'm a big fan of mm-hmm. Philadelphia fans being unsportsmanlike monsters. Yeah. Um as I am one as well. <laughs> um but I just like I I'm I'm mad at them and I don't think Joe I, I like that he's having fun. I don't think he's as funny as people give him credit for. <laughs> uh I think they just don't. They don't have enough guards. Uh, I think they're getting Fultz back, and I think Fultz is gonna. I would be all right. I would love. I think he's gonna be all right now that he's healthy. I definitely want them to be in the playoffs. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But yeah, yeah. They w- they would be fun in the pl- to watch in the playoffs, and uh, especially if they get that big old Ben Franklin. Getting the in. dribbling Ben Franklin the is also ben a real Franklin. great love logo. It. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. I I actually like. I don't want Fultz to wash out in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, like. I I don't want to root for someone to be like hurt and have that derail their entire career, uh, but it would be funny if he just could never shoot. Like if he was fine and just couldn't shoot the way like Chuck Chuck Knobloch was throwing away right. throws to first base in the early two thousands, <laughs> <laughs> just like he's shooting free throws just like into the stands. Um. All right. Let's play a game, Josh. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Uh. So, Josh, one of my favorite things you do on Twitter mm-hmm. is you will say. I'm in an Uber. I have four minutes. Who needs a pep talk? Uh-huh. And you will give strangers pep talks. Yeah. It's often people you know, though. Sometimes yeah. people I know, sometimes strangers. It's always it's usually a mix. How do you decide what to say to a stranger? I look at their bio, and if there's something in the bio – or no, first I'll see, because sometimes people say something specific. They'll be like, I have a job interview, and I'm nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's helpful to me. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then sometimes I'll look at their bio, and then if there's nothing in the bio, I'll maybe read a couple tweets. But that's like – we're really getting into advanced sabermetrics there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I the, usually, like, when people come to me with something like, here's how I've been feeling lately, that's, like, that gives me direction. But mm-hmm. And then the bio after that. Yeah. 
So I want to give I want to give you some subjects to give some pep talks to. Okay. Some NBA related people that I feel like need pep talks. Please. Uh, the first is the Chicago Bulls. <sighs> That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Chicago Bulls. Look, um, you're a storied franchise. No one can take that away from you. <laughs> That's something you should always hold in your hearts. Uh, the two guys that fought each other in practice a few months ago. They, as Sean said, they seem to be pretty cool with each other. That's unexpected. I think that that speaks well of the culture. And you've got um, Markkanen. Who, uh, yeah, Laurie Markkanen, way better than people think way better. going to be. Um, so there are a couple building blocks for the future. Um, you're going to be really bad this year. You know who you are. Some people, some teams, they, they, it takes them a long time to find their identity. And the Bulls, you guys know who you are. You're really bad. Like, really, really bad. You won. You crushed the Celtics last night. Which was just demoralizing to my life, but generally you're so bad, and and like that's like freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Chicago yeah. Bulls. <laughs> All right, I think that's that's a good pep talk. Thank you. They're gonna feel a lot better. All right, yeah, I think uh, your will. next one, uh, Lonzo Ball. Oh, I've got good uh, Lonzo. You've got a long road ahead of you. You're gonna get chances. People want you're in a position to succeed. People want you to succeed. Um. When when you start turning it around, because you're not going to shoot uh, 0% forever. <laughs> uh, when you start turning it around, the people of Los Angeles will be behind you. They'll be thrilled for your success. Just know that people are lying in wait, ready to celebrate your achievements. Um, uh, LeBron James isn't going to come to L.A. and <laughs> take over your team. But other than that, you've got, you've got a lot – a lot ahead of you. Maybe your dad will spend some time in Lithuania and give you some breathing room. That's something you can look yeah. forward to, too. Lonzo, you're going to be okay, man. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the Sacramento Kings. I knew they were going to be on this list. <laughs> um, Sacramento Kings. Look, um, you got to focus on you right now, right? You're in a bad thing with a, a guy that just wasn't right for you. And, yeah, it hurts to see him – uh, in New Orleans, thriving with his new team, but like that's not about you, okay? Yeah. He's not, except for the games where he fucking wrecks your team. Then it's about you. But the other games, it's just like him living his life. So you got to focus on you, Sacramento King. You've got um, uh, De'Aaron Fox, right, and mm -hmm. uh, and Buddy Hield, who has uh, Steph Curry potential. <laughs> Vivek says, which I don't, you know, I don't believe that, but it's nice to know that he believes in you. Uh, so, like, you got to really focus on you. Look inward, Sacramento. And I think I think you'll find a lot to love about yourself. <laughs> uh, Mark Gasol. <sighs> Having a rough time now. Yeah. First time a Gasol has ever had a rough time, yeah. I think, where people are mad at a Gasol. I mean, yeah. I think, I think, like, when Mark himself was, like, 13 years old and had to move to Memphis. <laughs> That was probably a tough, challenging time for a pudgy, Catalan teenager. <laughs> yeah, and he was man. He Fat Mark Gasol was a meme for a while. Yeah, it was still a, they still bring it up sometimes. Yeah, um, <laughs> Mark Gasol, you've you've had a great career. You uh, you're playing in Memphis with with your buddy Mike Conley. Um, sure, Tony Allen, the Grindfather. My, maybe my favorite nickname other than <laughs> Sas Castillo. <laughs> um, you've lost a lot of key, 
key parts and it's it's discouraging and you had your coach fired uh even though it was a pretty good coach but you're frustrated you're not your best self right now your your team isn't quite as bad as they've been playing they're not good but they're not as bad as they've been playing and like down the line you can find a situation that will suit uh your design you know what i maybe marcus all is the guy i would like to see win a title yeah. you said conley I like that. I would like that. I would like to see him have like one of those second acts as like a, um, as like a veteran who kind of like makes a difference around the margins, mm-hmm. like block shots and block shots throws throws passes, facilitates yeah. for the second unit. I would like that. Yeah, Marcus, you you may be entering the twilight of your career, but um, twilight's a pretty nice time of day. <laughs> <laughs> it's cooling down. You're yeah. not sweating as much. All right, we've got two more for you. Okay, let's do it. Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers. Uh, how long can your dad possibly have this job? <laughs> <laughs> Look around. It's tough to work in the family business. Yeah. I get that. I I used to work for my mom when she coached at BAT. <laughs> no. It was, it was when she was the director of a small private preschool that i taught at yeah and you uh, were paid like four times as much as all the other teachers yeah it was, was really weird. awkward it was very <laughs> uncomfortable um, the best teacher left because he was mad at you <laughs> yeah <laughs> um hey, look you're um you've gotten a lot of opportunities it's you and your dad need to break up professionally <laughs> and i know it's hard to hear that um because your dad g- gave you that giant contract <laughs> but it's um, it's gonna be best for both of you, I think. A little space and setting some firm boundaries, and I think that, um, I don't know if you've got like a long career ahead of you, but like the rest of your life is gonna be so dope after basketball. <laughs> You're gonna have all this money. Uh, your dad's not gonna yell at you in public anymore as a job. <laughs> so like, Blake Griffin isn't gonna make fun of you via Instagram. Yeah, it's good. You're gonna get just like less clowned on by the world, and you're gonna be okay. All right, and finally, this one is from Sean. I think it's a real twist of the knife. Is it Gordon Hayward? It is Gordon, Gordon Hayward. Hayward. Oh. <laughs> Look, um, Gordon Hayward, basketball's Macklemore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chandler Parsons has something to say yeah, about that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, Gordon Hayward, you're recovering on schedule, potentially ahead of schedule. Uh, you are having a rough year, dude. Um, but... Every when you come back to the Boston Celtics next season, you'll be playing alongside a seasoned year three Jalen Brown, a seasoned year two Jason Tatum. They will they're like getting they're getting ready to play with you next year. Every everybody's so psyched. Uh, Boston, your Boston is going to treat you like Brian Scalabrini, but you're good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to just be so excited. Um, the P, Tommy Heinsohn is going to compare you to Larry Bird all the time <laughs> uh you're gonna you'll be okay you're, it was a clean break no additional ligament damage it's um it's tough watching the team without you 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 really could have helped last night as the bulls were just waxing the celtics <laughs> all over the court at every phase of the game just uh an impotent enterprise <laughs> but you're gonna um everybody everybody's excited for your return and uh, and just do your, as my sister, who's a physical therapist, would say. Make sure you're doing your PT exercises because they really matter. <laughs> All right, those are pep talks with Josh. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, follow him on Twitter if you need a pep talk yourself, but only when he asks for them. Yeah, don't don't 
Come on. Don't solicit pep talks. Sometimes people do, and I'm a pushover, so I'll do it anyway. I, uh, I know. You're too nice. They yeah. need to stop yeah. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> leave him alone. Leave Leave me alone. No. Um, that's fine. fine. All right. And we've got one final game for you. Yeah. Uh, Sean Invent. That was my game. This is Sean's game. Yeah. So you work for Last Week Tonight. I do. Great show with John Oliver. Thank you. Yeah. Coming it's back not on TV. February? It's February, on yeah. HBO. It's on, yeah. It's not TV. Not TV. It's not on TV. It's, it's on YouTube. HBO. Yeah. <laughs> It's not TV. It's YouTube, YouTube. Red. It's, uh, <laughs> no, not YouTube. YouTube regular. Nobody pays for it. It's fine. People so, just watch it on yeah. YouTube. So I, I would say there, there's a hallmark of last night, last week tonight besides the incisive political com- commentary and uh, previously Kevin Avery recreating. Oh, uh, yeah. Wells that was Fargo so videos. great. <laughs> oh, my God. Friend of the pod, but not really a basketball fan, Kevin Avery. <laughs> <laughs> He's a football guy. I think he's a football guy. Yeah. I think he's a Niners fan. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I mean, I think he likes that the Warriors are good. Um, the recurring characters. Amazing oh. characters. Uh, like the Catheter Cowboy. Mm-hmm. Mr. Nutterbutter, the Talking Squirrel. Sure. Jeff, the Diseased Lung in a Cowboy Hat. I would like you to choose your starting five Ooh. from recurring last week tonight okay. characters. Starting five last week tonight characters. Um, at center, she's undersized, uh-huh. but kind of the boogie cousins of the recurrent characters, Janice in accounting, who doesn't give a fuck, <laughs> uh, who's, who's played by, um, Jill Twist, who's one of the writers. Um, I, okay. Oh, obviously for his ups, the, we got him tiger who dunks. He's uh, amazing. Yeah. He's so awesome. Every time he comes on the show, I'm just like, I want to dunk off that trampoline so bad. <laughs> And then they move the trampoline out of the way after rehearsal, and I'm like, it's because they moved. I don't want to ask him. That's probably what's stopping me from dunking, is they just, I don't want to inconvenience the crew. Um, so he's he's the, he's like at wing. He's like a two, three. Um, oh, man. He probably doesn't guard, though. No, no, no. He's like an empty points guy. Yeah, he's, he's like, a Jamal he's Crawford. Like, yeah, he's like Teen Wolf. Uh, I feel like he's, he's like Teen Wolf. He's yelling, we got him, and then after someone scores, he's pointing, and he's like, he had him. Yeah, he's he's got like a Lance Stevenson vibe. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that is a delightful part of this NBA season. Lance Stevenson. Have you watched any Lance Stevenson action? Yes. He's everywhere. Uh, it's so great. I would like to see Lance Stevenson win a championship. Yeah. And oh. not Paul George. Okay, I'll take that. But his nickname was it Lance Stevenson? I Born ready. Know- yes. Okay. Good. Because people, I remember like reading some profile about him and loving that nickname, and then nobody says it anymore. But I love yeah. it. He's like a Coney, he's like a Coney Island guy. I think. Yeah. They all have good. All the Coney Island guys have good nicknames. Yeah. Like Arbery, Jesus, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Born ready. But is it, isn't that actually Jesus Shuttlesworth's name? Yeah. It's actually. I was. It's oh, actually okay. his okay. name. Yeah. <laughs> is it really his name? Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the movie he got. Oh, gay, oh, oh yes, yes, yes in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought there was an additional guy that I didn't no, know no. who was named after the character from He Got Game. Um, Although Ray Allen did wear that time the Heat had that uh, the nickname jerseys. Yeah, I believe his nickname jersey said Jesus Shuttlesworth it. on it. So good. It's that, really, that's good. really good. Um, <laughs> All right. Anyway, back to your starting so back five. to the starting Sorry. five. So that's he's at the two, um, the Tiger. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think. Oh, the um, okay, at four because he's long, uh, he can stretch the floor. Um, the gecko, the space geckos that died. Yeah. Um, then playing the point, facilitating. 
doing a little bit of everything. Um, Steve Buscemi, who's been on the show multiple times <laughs> as himself. Um, backed up by Bob Balaban, who has also been on the show multiple times as himself. Um, and then I guess I just need I need a three. I need another wing. Yeah. Um, man, who are the other? I'm the trying to th- traffic zebra, maybe? Love the traffic zebra. Oh, you know what? Um, the 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 baby doll with Hulk hands in a tutu. Oh, <laughs> the mascot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like I a feel like that's a three and D. Yeah, that's like a, that's he's a three and D wing. <laughs> that baby. All right, that's pretty. That's that baby's great. like a Bruce Bowen. <laughs> um, yeah, that's our starting five. Um, so yeah, just to review, Bissemi. Their backcourt is Bissemi and the We Got Him Tiger Who Dunks. Yep. Front court is a baby with Hulk hands and the horny space gecko, and then the center is Janice from Canada. Yeah, that's what. Yep. On the post. I could see them coming out to that Alan Parsons project song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did not take John Oliver himself. Also, oh yeah, I mean, I guess he is the ultimate He's recurring not character. Good at basketball, though. We, I pitch, I pitch so many things where he dunks, <laughs> like, <laughs> like multiple times. There's like certain things that, like, even when they show up, because we we type in this program called Scripto. So, like, sometimes when you're when you're just pitching jokes. It, it shows up anonymously in this, like, almost like a Google Doc. Um, and there's, like, certain things that I'll pitch that, that different people on staff will pitch. And uh, and our bosses will, like, know who it was, even though it's anonymous. Right, it's of like, course. Like, we had the flag unfurl at the end, and it said, we got her with the Olsen twins. And they, we were just, like, taking – they were, they wanted pitches just on what would be on the flag. And I just pitched just the – like, si- totally sincerely, just the Wu-Tang Eagle. Because <laughs> I thought it would be so funny yeah. if just, like – they're like, that's been our year. And then just a Wu-Tang flag. <laughs> um, but so, – and then in the document, my boss wrote, like, no, Josh. <laughs> like, clearly was for me. But, like, I they must know because I'll send, like, emails, like – two, three times a year where it's ju- like some bit involving John dunking. Uh-huh. And like once we had the tiger, it became like almost appropriate to pitch that. Right. But, but, but before that <laughs> I was still pitching. I was like, yeah, John just fucking shatters a backboard like Shaq in his prime. <laughs> it just, they would be so funny, especially like dress shoes and a suit. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, well, and an English person dunking is yeah, very funny. funny. He would be like the second one. Yeah. I think John Amici at one point dunked. <laughs> <John> <laughs> Probably, John. yeah. Uh, Joel Freeland never did, <laughs> even though his head can hit the rim standing. <laughs> Isn't Ben Gordon technically? Uh, Lou Dang is also technically British. Okay, so he would be the fourth. From the they don't Sudan. count. The fourth British Ben Gordon, uh, I think, counts. <laughs> um, well, he he's now become a real rogue. All right. Yeah, well, we did. Did we talk about that? He's a real bounder. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's he doing? It's just a crime. Ben wave. Gordon has oh, like a yeah. weird series my, of crimes. My friend told me about that last night. <laughs> he's That's a bummer. The, he's having stuff that is like, it seems like uh, there's another problem that hasn't. Yeah, come like out like yet. like sure. really because none of none of the things are crimes that like benefit him in any way. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. Yeah, that's too bad. Probably, probably it's like a mood disorder of some right. But luckily, no one has gotten hurt yet, right? 
No. Well, no, he punched that landlord a couple times. And oh, he held did? a knife to him, I think. Ooh. Oh, I thought he just threw Wait, Ben Gordon rents? <laughs> yeah. He wanted he, a security deposit He wanted deposit a security back. deposit back. And the guy, like, gave him half. This and then he came back, back with a knife for more. This is yeah. very relatable. Yeah. I mean, all <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That for was sure. We're kind of like, ah, uh, that thing where he kind of had a woman trapped in a store, but That's not bad. really. <laughs> but, but like, punching a landlord? That's like, a, the people's You champion. mean living the dream? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh,. So that's been our show, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This uh, was great. Josh, what would you like to plug? Oh, my gosh. Um, I am on the road a bunch, even through the beginning of next year. Uh, and you can find dates at my website, joshgondelman.com. And um, you can get my my most recent album, Physical Whisper, is the one you should listen to if you want to hear up my it's comments. It's so like, funny. Oh, thanks, man. That yeah. means a ton. I appreciate it. So those are my plugs. Yeah. Yeah. And follow Josh on Twitter if you need pep talks. Thank but you. only when he asks. Only when I ask. <laughs> or other times. That's Back off, it. you jackals. <laughs> Back off. I mean, or don't. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have trouble setting boundaries for myself. Uh, Sean, what would you like to plug? Uh, if you're in the San Francisco area or you just want to drive there for the show, Wednesday, December 20th, uh, I'll be headlining the Punchline in San Francisco, hosted by Joey DeLine, also featuring our friends Ben Kalina, Caitlin Gill, so good. Oh, that's uh, a killer a show. show. Yeah, it's a good killer show. show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then call the basketball stuff on Yard Barker. Uh, all right. And then, as always, for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, mm-hmm. <laughs> where five days ago I tweeted, I do not want a driverless car ever. Think about it. Automatic sinks barely turn on when your hands are under them, but a car will drive itself. Deep thoughts from Frankie Muniz. He's a a futurist. Uh, Trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go home. Yeah. Uh You know you loving this. Green and white, green and white, green and white, green and white. Yeah. Uh You know you loving this. Green and white, green and white, green and white, green and white. Yeah. Uh You know you loving loving this. this. Making breeze like Ray. Got the kid looking mighty green. 17 banners and counter the mighty bean. I'm looking clean as I put the pedal to the metal. Got a million out of rapping. I won't settle. I need several. I gotta let them know this is what I does. Got the city on my leg. You know where I'm from. Dorchester Hyde Park. Mattapan. Roxbury to Rosendale. Let's get it in. We coming out hard. You should take a listen. Girls wanting sex. Cause I gotta be up on my fitting. We at the top of the hub. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.